Welcome to episode 244 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released at Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are doing a complete series overview. So I'm going to take a quick look at each episode. I'm going to do it a little bit differently than we might expect. Rather than doing them in broadcast order, I'm actually going to be running through the episode order that you can have on the IMDb. If you look up any series on the IMDb, on the right-hand side, it shows you the top three rated episodes. And you can click through to view more episodes, and it actually gives you the entire series. So hit the top rated episodes, see more episodes, and by default, as I said, it's the entire series sorted by descending user rating. So that's the order I'm going to be going in, except I'm reversing it. So I'm going to go from the worst episode of the X-Files to the best. So as far as the IMDb is concerned, coming in at a 6.0 out of 10, the bottom of the X-Files barrel is Teso dos Bichos from 1996. So this is the one with the vengeful jaguar spirit from the tail end of season 3. Next up, we have two episodes at 6.2 out of 10. That's Season 7's Fight Club, with the doppelgangers that attack each other on site, and Space from Season 1. Then we have two episodes with a 6.3 out of 10, First Person Shooter and Babylon. Next up, we have four episodes rating 6.5 out of 10. That is three, the original Vampire episode, when Scully was absent. Alpha, which stars... Andrew Robinson as Dr. Ian Detweiler in another kind of werewolf mythical Legion dog episode from season six. Fearful Symmetry was about zoo animals turning invisible. And My Struggle 3, which kicked off season 11. Then we have four episodes scoring a 6.8 out of 10. That's Ghost in the Machine, the only official Halloween episode where artificial intelligence takes over a building, Signs and Wonders from the year 2000, Teleco from 1996, and Nothing Lasts Forever, the second last episode of season 11. Two episodes come in at a 6.9 out of 10. There's El Mundo Gira and The Field Where I Died. Two episodes hit 7 out of 10. That's Salvage and Sure Kill. Now at 7.1 out of 10, we have a string of episodes here. We have Excelsis Day with the mushrooms grown in the senior's home that people are abusing. There's Hell Money with a young Lucy Liu and a lottery on body parts. There is Kaddish with the Gollum. There is Lazarus where someone is reborn into Scully's mentor. Lord of the Flies, an attempt at comedy with someone who can actually control flies. Schizogeny, from season four. We have Shapes, the first attempt at a werewolf episode. The Jersey Devil, feeding into that local mythos. And My Struggle 2, which is about Scully coping with the loss of William. Now we have seven episodes coming in at a 7.2 out of 10. That's All Things, which was directed and written by Gillian Anderson. Badla, the one with the quote-unquote butt genie. Born Again, which is another one where someone has cheated death. Fresh Bones, 
where we've got some deaths in a prison. Miracle Man with Scott Berstow as a boy who is part of a church. Berstow would later go on to star in Chris Carter's Harsh Realm. There's The List, which is another one with quadriplegics and prison. And Underneath, directed by John Scheiben, which is a Reyes and Doggett episode. Then coming in at 7.3 out of 10, we have Firewalker, which is the machine that's in the volcano. We've got Hellbound from 2002. Revelations, another one that's looking at the meaning of the Christian mythology in the X-Files universe and Christian faith. Shadows, The Walk with a Quadriplegic, who is somehow able to move. Home Again from Season 10. And this, with a version of Langley trapped inside a digital think tank. Coming in at 7.4 out of 10... We have Empedocles, Roland, with a powerful performance about a man who's mentally different, shall we say. Trevor, which is a supernatural man, or a man of supernatural abilities, who's just trying to get his son. Unrequited, which deals with the way the veterans have been treated. And Young at Heart, another early one with someone who's trying to maintain youth. Now, the episodes with a 7.5 out of 10 begin with Aguamala, which is about a water monster during a Florida hurricane, Diamonicus from early season 9, Fire with a Mark A. Shepard at the start of his career, who's able to set things on fire, Genderbender with an Amish character who's able to swap genders at will, which also introduces Nick Lee for the first time in the series, but prior to playing Crycheck. And the 50th episode in sequence based on ratings is Improbable, in which Burt Reynolds plays God. Jump the Shark comes in next as the de facto series finale for The Lone Gunman. Nothing Important Happened Today, kicking off Season 9, also gets a 7.5 out of 10. Providence, which is dealing with a cult that brings Mulder back. Rush, their take on superheroes with super speed. Sanguinarium is about a surgeon who is possessed and going crazy. Scary Monsters is their surrogate fan trying to you know, come in and get involved with the X-Files, who finally gives Doggett and Reyes the seal of approval. Thief, about a man with abilities, but not a lot of education. My Struggle 4, the current series finale. And Kitten, which is the one that deals with Skinner's past in Vietnam from season 11. The episodes with a 7.6 out of 10 include Too Shy, with a fat-sucking monster who picks his targets based on personal ads, All Souls, another one dealing with the Christian mythology here, Aubrey, with Terry O'Quinn in one of several roles, Blood, where people are manipulated with digital screens and chemicals in the water, this is the first episode plotted by Darren Morgan, but he didn't write it. Dude Calm, with the disease in the ship that makes people age prematurely. Grotesque, where Mulder is called in by his former mentor to help track a serial killer who turns out to be that mentor, which some phenomenal cinematography. I've always liked that one quite a bit more than others have from season three. Hollywood AD, written and directed by David Duchovny, with a movie based on the X-Files that goes to Skinner's head. 
Medusa going through the subway system. Nothing important happened today, too, wrapping up the season 9 opener. The Kalusari with a possessed little boy. Rain King, where a weatherman who can control the weather blames himself for someone else's accident. And Travelers, a flashback starring Darren McGavin that explains how the X-Files started. The episodes coming in at 7.7 are Audrey Polly about a kidnapping victim with a psychic link to others. Chimera, which connects human and alien DNA. Conduit, about a little boy who's seeing messages in the snow in the TV. Never Again, in which Gillian Anderson, or rather Dana Scully, deals with her cancer diagnosis. We've got Patience and Providence, wraps up the two-parter story with Providence. And the 7.7s end with Trust No One, also from Season 9. The episodes with a 7.8 or higher include Avatar, in which Skinner is accused of killing the woman who he woke up next to. Brand X, with a brand of cigarettes that are even more toxic than normal. Chinga, written by Stephen King about a possessed doll. Emily, a two-parter in which Dana discovers that her sister had a baby. We have Invocation, another one with Gillian Anderson and Robert Patrick from Season 8. John Doe, where Agent Doggett wakes up with no memory of who he is out in the middle of Mexico. Horizon deals with the return of Donnie Faster. Red Museum was the episode that was almost tied in with Picket Fences in a crossover event. Sleepless from Season 2 after Mulder and Scully have been separated features Crycheck as the new partner for Mulder and Tony Todd as someone who's been subject to experiments. Synchrony is a time travel episode. Sizzy G has a young Ryan Reynolds as some teenage girls use witchcraft to get vengeance on those that they feel have wronged them. The episodes with a 7.9 out of 10 or higher include A Christmas Carol, the other half of the two-parter with Emily. Katsunagari is the return of Pusher. Milagro involves a writer who's becoming obsessed with Scully. Mind's Eye is about a blind woman who can see through the eyes of her father, who tries to keep him out of prison even though that's where he belongs, because that way she could see more than just prison walls. Oubliette is another very powerful kidnapping episode. Sunshine Days involves a man who can make things look like the Brady Bunch and other shows just trying to cope with his abilities. Terms of Endearment features Bruce Campbell as a demon just trying to have a normal baby. VN Negativa is Scully and Doggett trying to stop a cult leader who can kill in their dreams. William involves a disfigured spender returned trying to stop his father's plans by killing either baby William or Mulder, and William is the one he has access to. And Plus One is about the twins who can kill people by playing Hangman. The 8.0 out of 10 ratings start with 4D, an episode where there appear to be two doggets from two different universes, one of whom seems to have been shot by Reyes. Then we have DPO where young Giovanni Ribisi takes vengeance on those around him for things that he feels they've done him wrong, along with his best friend, Jack Black, or rather, Bart Zero Licori, played by Jack Black. We have Elegy, with a number of people dying from serial killers with warnings of 
their deaths coming and written in blood on mirrors with messages like he is me. Fallen Angel, which introduces us to Max, a repeat kidnapping victim. Kill Switch, co-written by William Gibson. Millennium, the season seven episode that serves as a series finale for the cancelled Millennium. Our Town, with a bunch of cannibals. Soft Light, in which Tony Shalhoub is a physicist who finds himself connected very directly to dark matter. The Gift features Doggett doing an investigation into some of Mulder's activities that he doesn't think Scully or Skinner would be happy with, as there appears to be a way that he could have cured his incurable disease. The Sixth Extinction is an episode where they discover an alien craft on the shores of Africa, which has all sorts of religious texts written on its surface. My Struggle kicked off season 10 and discussed Mulder's ability to function in the current status quo. Mulder and Scully meet the Were Monster is a direct Kolchak homage from season 10. And Founder's Mutation is the one in which they learn that both Scully and William have alien DNA. Now we're getting into the 8.1s out of 10. We've got Alone, where a reptile captures John Doggett, and it introduces FBI agent Layla Harrison, who was named for a fanfic writer who lost a battle with cancer. We've got Demons from Season 4, where Mulder appears to have committed a murder and is suffering from amnesia. Hungry, with a shark-human hybrid. Parmanum, in, from Season 8, in which Scully meets a number of other abductees who've had similar experiences with their babies. SR-819, in which Krychek manages to get nanotechnology into Skinner to control him. The Sixth Extinction 2, continuing that two-parter. Three of a Kind, one of the flashback episodes with the early adventures of the Lone Gunman. Viennin, where Mulder and Doggett end up on an oil rig that's been taken over by the virus. RM9SBG93ZXJZ, in which Mulder and Scully are attacked by robots who really wanted the tip. And Ghoulie, in which we find out what's been going on with baby William. Now the 8.2 out of 10 rating covers Deep Throat, the second episode of the series when Mulder meets his first informant. On a Me, written by William B. Davis, where the Cancer Man is in love with Scully and ultimately impregnates her, resulting in William. Eve, with twins who are part of a super soldier program who can make people do things whenever they want, despite having been spread across the country and never meeting each other. Ephemascalata, with a pandemic gone rampant. Irresistible, in which Scully is captured by a serial killer. Sein und Zeit, with missing children that remind Mulder of Samantha. Unruhe, where there appears to be a psychic photography ability going on. The Lost Art of Forehead Sweat, in which Mulder and Scully forget Reggie, their third partner. And Familiar, where a witch is trying to curse her husband and the woman that her husband cheated with. The 8.3 rated episodes include Closure, in which Mulder actually gets some closure about Samantha. Die Hand Verletz, where a demon takes over as a substitute teacher in a school. Little Green Men, the season 2 premiere, with adventures at Arecibo and that radio antenna. Quagmire, where they deal with a Loch Ness monster type situation. 
release where Robert Patrick gets some closure about the murder of his son. Roadrunners, where a car breaks down in a town that's not so nice as they first think. The Amazing Malini, with a magician who seems to commit the ultimate trick in cutting his own head off. The Pine Bluff variant, which is actually just a really tense and excellent episode from the tail end of Season 5, where a bunch of criminals have stolen from a bank, but they've got experimental virus that they're going to use to wipe people out by infecting the money. Three Words relates to the return of Mulder and the cult that surrounds them. And Zero Sum is about a bunch of killer bees. Now we're getting into the 8.4s out of 10 with the pilot episode that kicked everything off. Biogenesis, which ends season six and introduces that metal that brings people to Africa for six extinction, one and two. Dead Alive, in which Mulder's body is found returned. Detour, where people are attacked by the trees in Florida. How the Ghosts Stole Christmas, where Mulder and Scully end up in a haunted house on Christmas Eve with guest stars Lily Tomlin and Edward Asner. Patient X is part of the two-parter that introduces Veronica Cartwright, Cassandra Spender, and brings more light to the cigarette smoking man. Terma is the end of a two-parter that involved Mulder and Krychek getting trapped in Russia and discovering the black oil. The beginning is the season six premiere following immediately on the events of the movie and dealing with aliens now appearing and opening on that desert shot they couldn't get. And episode 150 on the list, the Goldberg variation, which is like the giant Rube Goldberg device and how someone's got very unusual luck, but you don't want to depend on it. Then we have the host, the fluke man that was born because of Chernobyl. And the last episode with an 8.4 out of 10 is Within, with Kirsch and Doggett being introduced, or Doggett being introduced and assigned to find Mulder. That's our season 8 premiere. The episodes scoring 8.5 out of 10 include The Truth, the original finale at the end of season 9, Leonard Betts, the cancer-eating monster who attacks Scully, revealing that she has cancer, One Breath, in which Scully returned from her abduction and had to herself back together. Red Rum, guest starring Joe Morton as a friend of Doggett who's living the week in reverse and has to solve his wife's murder before it happens. This Is Not Happening, which kicked off season nine and added Reyes as a permanent agent in the team. Tithonus, in which Scully gained immortality when a photographer who was immortal goes with death in her place. Tombs, the second appearance of Eugene Victor Tombs, the liver-eating mutant who could squeeze through ductwork and ventilations. Wet Wired, another one where the government is experimenting on a local town, and we discover that Mulder is red-green colorblind. Without the second part of the two-parter at the start of Season 8, which ends with Mulder's confirmed adduction. And X-Cops, the parody of Cops. Getting into the 8.6 out of 10s, we have Arcadia, where Mulder and Scully are part of a housing project, going undercover to figure out why people keep dying. Darkness Falls, where an unknown contagion that was trapped in the rings of very old trees gets released and starts killing people. Drive, with Brian Cranston as a man who just needs to travel in a particular direction 
before he dies because of some sort of parasite in his head. EBE, an extraterrestrial biological entity, where Mulder investigates UFOs back in Season 1. Essence, where everyone, including a returned Mulder, is trying to protect Scully's child. It's part of the multi-part Season 8 finale. Heronvolk is the Season 4 premiere where Mulder meets clones of Samantha and learns more about the alien bounty hunter and the bees. Josuate is when a couple of brothers find a genie, but they're not too bright. And other Mulder finds the genie and realizes that, yeah, he doesn't fare much better. Max has the return of Max Fennig, although he is abducted fairly quickly. Memento Mori is about, again, Scully trying to deal with the cancer and Mulder and the lone gunman trying to find a cure for it. Piper Maru is a two-parter with the Black Oil, named after Gillian Anderson's real-life child. Tempest Fugit is the other half of the two-parter, Max, that introduced him. The Red and the Black is part of a two-parter with Patient X that deals with alien rebels and the other factions. The Unnatural was written and directed by David Duchovny about a baseball-loving alien. And Unusual Suspects is the first flashback episode telling the origins of the lone gunman and how they met. The episodes with an 8.7 out of 10 or higher include Beyond the Sea, which includes Brad Dourif as Luther Lee Boggs, a psychic who is desperate not to get killed. Field Trip, where people get hopped up on shrooms. Folia Deux, in which they spoof the whole telemarketing and phone calls. Humbug with a town of circus performers. Nisei is a two-parter with 731 where they're following experimentation that's happening on trains. Pusher introduces Robert Patrick Modell as a man who can force people to do what he wants them to do. Squeeze introduces Eugene Victor Toombs. Talitha Kumi wraps up season three and puts some doubt into Mulder's mind about who his father truly is. The postmodern Prometheus is the black and white episode from season five, which is an homage to a lot of the classic horror films from Universal. And Tunguska is the other part of the two-parter with Terma, discussing the black oil and the search for a vaccine. The episodes coming in at an 8.8 out of 10 or higher include 731, the two-parter with the experimentation on the train, Apocrypha with a black oil-possessed crycheck, Ascension, and Dwayne Barry, which are the two parties introducing Dwayne Barry and resulting in Skelly's abduction. Now, Gethsemane wraps up season four as Mulder seems to find proof of aliens with an alien corpse. Redux is the next episode that launches season five and causes Mulder to doubt whether these aliens are actually aliens or whether they're part of a government conspiracy grown in the lab. Requiem is the season 7 finale, which was originally conceived as a series finale that ends with Mulder's abduction, but brings them back to where they were in the original pilot episode. The Blessing Way is part of the three-parter that ended season 2 and brought about season 3, which helped heal Mulder after he was trapped underground in that train car. Triangle is an homage to The Wizard of Oz, where they're in the Bermuda Triangle and Mulder gets captured in a boat during World War II. Two Fathers deals with Mulder and whether or not the cigarette-smoking man is his father or whether William Mulder was. And War of the Corporal Phages is one of the more successful comedic episodes 
with Dr. Bambi and the Cockroaches. Episodes with 8.9 out of 10 or higher, which are very close to the end of the series now, include Colony with the Alien Bounty Hunter, Endgame with an adult Samantha, Ice, which is David Nutter's first turn directing the X-Files, really helped him establish the feel for the show and did an homage to The Thing, and Paper Hearts with Man Who's Kidnapped Many Children. Now, the 202nd episode on the list is Dreamland 2, and it's the first one to get a 9 out of 10. This is the second part of the two-parter introducing Morris Fletcher, where Mulder and Morris do a body swap. Then we get Existence, which is towards the tail end of Season 8, and results in the birth of William. Home, from early Season 4 in the episode that was banned from a lot of rebroadcast with the incestuous family. Jose Chong's From Outer Space, guest starring Charles Nelson Riley, Alex Trebek, and Jesse Ventura, among others. Monday, where Mulder and Scully live the same day over and over again, until they could find a way to not die. One Son really brings home the idea that the Cancer Man is Mulder's father, and results in the apparent death of Jeffrey Spender. And The End the conclusion to season five that led directly into the first movie. There are four episodes that hit a 9.1 out of 10. Dreamland is the first part of the body swap episode with Mulder and Morris Fletcher. Redux 2 is the second episode of season five. Small Potatoes is where the babies with tails are born, and there's a shape-shifting person among them played by Darren Morgan. And the Erlenmeyer Flask, the season one finale. There are Two episodes that hit a 9.2 out of 10. There's The Musings of a Cigarette Smoking Man and Paperclip, the third part of the season 2 finale and season 3 premiere. Two episodes hit 9.3 out of 10. Anasazi, the season 2 finale, and Clyde Brookman's final repos, including Peter Boyle as a man who can see the future. And the highest rated episode of The X-Files is Bad Blood, the town with vampires in the comedic Rashomon-style episode. Now, during Season 8, there was the Lone Gunman spinoff, which had three men in a smoking diaper coming in at a 6.9 out of 10, where the Lone Gunman have to care for the baby of a politician who hasn't been as faithful to his wife as he should be. The two episodes coming in at 7.3 out of 10 are Bond, Jimmy Bond, introducing the man that Morris Fletcher refers to as their intern, and Diagnosis Jimmy, where Jimmy is in a hospital and thinks that someone there is actually a killer. There are four episodes that come in with a 7.4 out of 10. There's the Captain Toby show, with Langley's childhood hero being accused of espionage. Eine kleine Frohiki, where Frohiki goes undercover as a woman's long-lost son to try and catch a Nazi killer. Madam I'm Adam, where Stephen Tobolowski has volunteered to be part of a virtual reality experiment, but doesn't realize it, and Tango de los Pistoleros, where they have to go undercover in a tango competition. The two episodes that hit 7.6 out of 10 are Like Water for Octane, where they find a water-powered car, and Maximum Buyers, where Buyers and Jimmy go into a prison to try and prove someone innocent who turns out to be guilty. The two episodes at 7.9 out of 10 are the pilot episode, which introduces Eva Del Harlow and 
somewhat disturbingly involves a terrorist plot to crash a plane into the World Trade Center, and The Lying Game, where Byer's old college roommate comes to them for help. Coming in with an 8.0 out of 10 is Planet of the Frohikis, where we have a monkey or chimpanzee who comes to them for help and assistance. And the highest rated episode with an 8.4 out of 10 is the series finale All About Eve. So with those, we also have the two movies. Now, Fight the Future is higher rated than I want to believe, but the average ratings on movies and the average ratings on TV episodes are not terribly comparable. People do tend to rate TV higher than movies on the IMDb. But those are all 230 X-Files and spin-off related episodes that we have discussed. And looking back on it, we've seen a few agents that have been attached to the office. So we have got the original agent, Arthur Dales, who was played by Darren McGavin. Obviously, we have Fox William Mulder and Dana Catherine Scully. For a while, we also had Jeffrey Spender and Mimi Rogers. Well, Mimi Rogers playing Diana Fowley. Alex Krychek was assigned as Mulder's partner for three episodes. We had two appearances of Layla Harrison. We also had Agent Einstein and Agent Miller, as well as, of course, Doggett and Reyes. Now, my personal preference for all of those is Doggett, and I really wish he had been available to come back in Season 11 as they had planned before they had to shift his story arc over to Jeffrey Spender. But that wraps up our discussion of the series. So please leave a voicemail saying what The X-Files has meant to you so that it can be included in next week's episode. Please leave it quickly. Because if I don't already have it, it is going to be difficult to get it there in time. Thank you for listening.